late, stutter when she was forced to correct their desk-side manner. She wasn't entirely comfortable becoming one of them after years of being one of us. The Fitzrovia Hotel cultivated a she-she image. Flock wallpaper and dark wood, large works of modern art by exciting up-and-coming, read cheap, artists. At least, they may have been up-and-coming when the hotel had opened in the mid-80s. Now, they were all up-and-gone, as far as Jen could tell. None of them onto greater things. A spiky iron sculpture took pride of place in reception, occasionally threatening to spear one of the guests who walked too close, the embodiment of the phrase, a lawsuit waiting to happen. The desk behind which Jen spent her days was fashioned from battered, copper-coloured metal. Occasionally, when one of the front-of-house staff was having a bad day, they would hit it with whatever implement they could lay their hands on. No one ever seemed to notice a few new dents. A hotel, bar and restaurant attracted the beautiful and not-quite-so-beautiful people who worked in the nearby media companies and art galleries that had gravitated to the area from Soho, drawn to its lower rents and more bohemian atmosphere. Faux-bohemian, Jen always thought. Bohemian with a trust fund. While the occasional visiting TV or movie star who hadn't been able to get a room at the Charlotte Street but didn't want to suffer the more establishment formality of the Dorchester or Claridge's would sometimes show up to stay the night. Jen rarely mixed with them. She generally spent a lot of time dealing with personal assistants, managers, managers' assistants, and even assistants' assistants. One time, there had been a third assistant. The assistant to the assistant of the assistant. That was how important she was considered in the world. She got to deal with the helps, helps, help. Apart from the odd celebrity... The hotel's guests were mainly made up of well-to-do tourists and a loyal handful of regulars who made the Fitzrovia their home whenever they were in London on business. It was a friendly place, only 32 rooms, small enough that they could cater to people's individual needs, big enough to get noticed. Any plans for the weekend? Her colleague, the imaginatively named Neil McNeil, who was on the desk with her, asked his usual Friday afternoon question. Family? Jen answered, as she always did. My wife says the family that plays together stays together. Jen liked Neil well enough, had been working next to him for years, but every other sentence he uttered began with, My wife says... It was almost as if... All the time he was speaking, he was only listening just long enough to get a clue as to which wifely piece of wisdom he could quote back at you. Jen had sometimes worried that if she ever met Neil's wife, the first thing she might say would be, Will you stop being such a know-all? Most of the full-time staff at the hotel had been there so long they were like family. The dysfunctional kind. The kind you know you have to see, but you hope aren't going to invite themselves for Christmas. Jen, Neil, and fellow receptionist Judy Sampson had been working together for nearly twelve years. The general manager, David, had been telling them all what to do for eight. It was rumoured that Margaret, in housekeeping, had been at the Fitzrovia since the first day it opened in 1985. No one actually knew if the rumour was true, because Margaret was the hotel bitch, and engaging her in conversation meant listening to hours on end of mean-spirited diatribe about your co-workers. Few people had the stomach for it.
Back in those days, so rumour had it, the hotel had employed twice the staff it boasted now. A guest liaison manager, an events organiser, a dedicated concierge sitting at a desk opposite reception. That had been in the days when the Fitzrovia had been hoping to compete with the big boys. The big boys had clearly won. The Fitzrovia had cut back and accepted its chic boutique status. Jen was glad. She liked the intimacy, the chance to pay attention to the details. As jobs went, it suited Jen perfectly. She'd always been able to fit her shifts around the needs of her family. Now, she mentally tried to plan what to get for dinner. She often did this when Neil was talking to her. She could plot through the whole of a recipe, followed by a shopping list in her head, while he told her an anecdote. She had the art of smiling and nodding in all the right places.